Hello everyone and welcome back to Teen Talks for Jesus. This is Chesney, your host, otherwise known as Che, and today we will be covering Ephesians 1 verses 15 through 23. Here is verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is in his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is one of the longest prayers that Paul writes in the Bible, in his letters. So, Let's look at what each of these verses mean in the deeper meaning of it. So when we look at the first two verses, verses 15 to 16, Paul expresses his ongoing remembrance and prayer for everyone. He draws his attention to their faith and their love. And Paul specifies that this remembrance and prayer is on the basis of what he has heard and how we should always be clear as we use the word faith that should not be reduced to just some creed, but is active trust in what God has done and will do and continue to do. And this is also closely linked with the love for all saints. Again, Paul is thanking them not for warm feelings towards others, but love in action. This faith and this love will be fleshed out later in the letter in terms of the pursuit of the unity, the breaking through those lines, and the unity in the world and society today. And the community in Christ should never have within it evidence of the plagues around the world, of the hate in the world, the not wanting to be living for Christ himself. So that's what those two verses are primarily focused on. In addition... In verses 17 through 19, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ 
the glorious Father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Wow. Paul is saying how he wants us to understand the gospel and to go out and speak the truth of the word of the word to everyone we encounter. That way we can know him better and live through Christ himself. And then in verses 18 and 19, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. So Paul says in these verses that his desires is for believers to have wisdom and knowledge in the hope of Christ's calling, the riches of his inheritance, and the greatness of his power. Also, in those verses 17 through 19, Paul highlights the purpose of his prayer. And he remembers the community in Christ and prays constantly. And this is a representation of the wisdom and the spirit that is filled in him. And the main emphasis in this section is lies on the hope that God will make known to the community God's wisdom, riches, hope, and power. The wisdom is for the community to be worked out as the people live and love in relationship with one another and the surrounding world. And now we're into verses 20 through 23. And... It starts with verse 20 and 21. He exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. So, in these two verses... The ways that God's power is seen in Christ is according to how he raised him from the dead and had him sit at his right hand and gave him the power over all things and a name above all names. And then in verses 22 and 23, and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So in these two verses, the word Christ is the head and the church is the body. And these terms give us a picture of one whole unit that's made up of many parts that work together. And without just a single part, everything falls. So without Christ, 
there wouldn't be a church. And there wouldn't be a church without Christ. So everything works as one. So to wrap up that section, in verses 20 through 23, Paul elaborates on the power of God and focusing on God's power displayed in God's raising of Jesus Christ. And this is the end of the thanksgiving and prayer section of the first chapter of Ephesians. And as the conclusion to the prayer, this section builds on the previous verses that point to everything that God has done. And it draws a focus to the glory of God that has been energized in Christ. And at first sight, this passage seems amazing. And I'll, there's not even a word to describe it. But Paul specifies God's exaltation of Christ above all things and the placing all things under the feet of Christ and appointing Christ as the head of the church, which the church is the body. And to kind of apply this to everything, the importance that we understand all of these things is our hope gives us peace and the riches reveal God's greatness and knowing God's power gives us confidence in our Christian life. And we can depend on him and rely on him for strength and listen to him in all aspects of our life. And we need to know and understand the role and do our part and be willing to serve each other and serve with each other in our communities. And of course, how else would we end a Teen Talks for Jesus podcast episode without a little short song? So this is Chesney signing out right after you listen to this song.